welcome to the Expand Her podcast with myself, Sarah Louise Sutton. I am an intuitive life and business coach, and it is my sole purpose to help you unearth and claim your sole purpose. With myself and special guests, you'll be hearing about all things intuition, guidance, channeling, manifesting, healing, and energetics, and how you can use all of these things to not only create a magical and expanded life, but also to create a successful, heart-centered, purposeful business, doing exactly what your soul came here to do. Thank you so much for being here with me today, and it is from my heart to yours that I am sending you so much love. Hello, welcome to a brand new episode of the Expander podcast and this week's actually a request from someone which um, (laughs) they said about five minutes after I set the intention for clarity on my next episode. So we love, we love how, how guidance works though. Um, So yes, this one is a request and it's all around your morning routine, which Oh, it feels so good to be talking about this and um, not only your morning routine and what I do and how I um, help my clients incorporate this into their life, but also how to create that balance of flow and structure, not only in your actual morning, but within the actual routine itself. So within, let's say, meditation. So yeah, I'm excited for this episode. Okay, so to get started oh my gosh I just need to say the most important thing ever to do with your morning routine which is intention 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 and I have this little saying that I always say to my clients which is the intention behind your practice is just as important as the practice itself I'm gonna say that again (laughs) The intention behind the practice is just, if not more so important than the practice itself. Now, I'm not saying here that without an intention or without a purpose of your practice, you're going to not do any good, right? I'm really not saying that. Of course, if you do any sort of practice in the morning, whether it's meditation, whether it's movement, whether it's journaling, whether it's dancing, you're going to feel some benefit. However, I've said this before on this podcast, but it is through intention that we move energy. It is through intention that we can change and alter energy. And so when, when, for example, in the morning, I set the intention that my morning practice is going to, or is for the purpose of shifting my vibration into a higher state, this in itself is going to help move and shift that energy. So intention is so important. And if you ever do doubt or question what your intention is in the morning, that's always an absolute kind of fail safe, right? Like it's such an incredible base to have as intention. Like, of course, in the morning, you want to feel better. I think that's probably one of the biggest reasons we all have a morning routine is so that we feel better for the day ahead. And over time, there's a compound effect. So if you do something every day, then you know it's not just the day it's affecting, it's your life it will end up affecting. So 
I think this as an intention is always incredibly powerful, but maybe you're going through a deep process right now. Maybe you're going through a healing journey. And so your intention might be to, to shift and release any energy that is no longer serving you. Your intention might be to help you gain clarity on a situation. There's so many different reasons as to why, or sorry, your intention behind your practice. And I think firstly, this is the number one step of a morning routine or practice or ritual, as I like to call it, is to work out why you are doing it. You know, why do you want to have a morning ritual routine or a practice? And that is your intention right there. And maybe some days that changes, but that is ultimately your, your intention. And just by you stating that and by you owning that and by you saying that's why I'm doing this practice you are instantly going to start shifting and moving the energy that you have just asked for so I cannot recommend more really sitting with that and just being like okay what is my intention and another one that I think is really popular or a reason that a lot of people want to create a morning routine um, is to build a spiritual connection right that's a really another really great intention to have in the mornings um is to build that connection and yeah there's so many but I guess the big question is why are you doing it you know why are you doing it and that right there is your intention and every time when you begin just really saying that in your head like my intention this morning is x y and z and and that is how you do it it's that simple so In terms of my actual routine, and this is also what I give my clients when we very start working together, that is always the first thing that is is put in place is a morning ritual. And there's always these base three elements. And when I say base, it's like these are the three that are always there, that are always included. And I will go into each one separately because there's, you know, different elements to each one. However, like these three make up the base of mine and my clients' routines. And it's truly, I'm going to say life-changing. And I'm not saying that, um, just throwing it out there. It is. You know, the compound effect is real. If you do one thing for 10 minutes a day, that adds up. And whether that's meditation, whether that's movement, whether that's journaling, whatever that is, that adds up to an incredible amount of time over a year, two years, three years, four years. And that changes your life without a shadow of a doubt. And so morning routine, morning ritual is those three elements. Actually, I just, I just kind of said it. (laughs) So you've got meditation, and I will go into different elements because it's not just, I guess, one. There's different layers to mine and normally my clients as well. Journaling. And again, this has different layers to it. And movement. And the reason I say movement, I don't say yoga or working out or hit or a gym session. I say movement. And this is where this balance comes in of flow and structure. Because when you say movement, you're letting your intuition guide you into what movement you want that day. And so the commitment piece here is you are committing to moving your body and you can make it as small as you want, 
but the commitment is five minutes a day. Five minutes movement, let's say, and, and if you've already got a movement practice, then you can go much bigger. I'm saying five minutes to those that have no, no nothing in place for their morning right now. And let's say you commit to five minutes of movement. The flow happens when you wake up and you're like, what sort of movement do I want today? Do I want to dance? Do I want to do yoga? Do I want to do a sweaty five, 10 minute hit session? You know, this is where you let your intuition guide you within the, the, the structure of this five, 10 minute um, commitment that you've given yourself. And I just want to share this really beautiful analogy that I heard And I can't remember where I heard it from, but it has stuck with me. It's so ingrained. And that is the analogy of a river, right? So you have the the river banks. The river banks are solid. They're a structure. They're the masculine. They're like, okay, every morning I'm going to commit to this. And and you can give yourself a time frame. That might be five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, however long you know you can commit to. And I'll get into how to build that and why it's important to go small to start with later. But your river banks are that structure. They are the five, 10 minute commitment. And then the river itself flows within it, right? The river itself goes within those banks. Those banks are holding it together, but you're allowing the feminine, the intuition to guide you within that. So you're not gonna have this really rigid and structured routine you're going to have a flowy a flowy ritual that's within some structure which feels so good and I also just want to point out that everyone is different and so if you are highly 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 feminine as in you struggle with any structure you struggle with with getting things done or having that masculine energy and this isn't anything to do with gender or sex this is purely an energetic level then you actually may need structure real structure like okay I'm going to do 10 minutes of yoga on a Monday I'm going to do 10 minutes of hit on a Tuesday because that might be what you need the minute you start allowing yourself that flow you're going to kind of lose what you need from your morning routine which in that case you would need that that masculine structure on the other end of it if you're very masculine and you again nothing to do with gender or sex if you have a very masculine energy as in you struggle to to feel intuitive you struggle to tap into your body you struggle to feel in flow and you like structure you actually are better off having way more flow so having you know even a a, an hour's time frame let's say in the morning to do everything and what happens in that hour is completely intuitive and that's kind of actually what I do in a sense but it's you kind of need the complete opposite to balance right and your intention if you fit into one of these two categories is to embody the opposite so if you're highly highly masculine and you and you're doing your morning routine and your ritual you can just set that intention i'm going to embody flow i'm going to embody my feminine this morning this is this is the intention of my practice and so yeah that's just a little tangent that i do classic so when it comes to this this river this is going to be for the majority of people right so having this commitment and then having this flow in between so movement is the is is such a beautiful example of this 
allow yourself to move how you want in the morning. Allow yourself that time to listen to your body and what does it want. And so for me personally, I would say currently I do yoga for about three days a week. And that can vary from half an hour to 60 minutes, I would I would estimate. And two to three days a week, I would do more Pilates, strength, resistance type training at home. And that's currently what's really working for me. But some days, actually quite a few days, sometimes my yoga practice turns into dance and movement in that sense and just really, it's not really yoga. (laughs) Some days that's just wiggling on my mat. Some days that's yin yoga and just having a really passive stretching kind of session. And some days that's actually just laying on my mat. And I do have one one to two days completely off a week if I feel like it, I do allow myself that room. But my intention with my practice every morning is always to move and shift energy, unwanted stagnant energy. And this is the power of movement, right? So whether you are going to the gym, whether you're going for a run, whether you're going for a swim, whether you are doing something at home or dancing or yin yoga, this intention is always such a beautiful intention to have because this is what movement does. This is why we feel so good after movement. Obviously, it releases amazing hormones, but you are also shifting energy, especially if you use this intention beforehand of like, okay, I'm going to use this practice to move and shift any energy that isn't mine or for my highest good and set that intention and feel the difference that happens actually if you already have a movement practice I'd love I'd love to hear how you feel a difference with just setting that intention beforehand but this is the beauty of movement this is why movement whether or not you want to be fit and moving your body and healthy and and or any other reasons that people create a movement practice whether or not you have those goals or I guess aspirations just wanting to move and shift energy is enough reason to create a movement practice because honestly, it is so powerful, so, so powerful. And it's actually quite interesting to reflect upon my my practice and how it's changed. So when I, so three or four years ago, when I first got into um, yoga, I did my yoga teacher training, I would practice 60 to 90 minutes a day without fail. Like it was everything. And also just a side note, by the way, before I got into yoga, I did not have any morning consistency. I couldn't hold down anything. Like it was hilarious. Bear in mind, I've got a lot of Capricorn in my chart. I should have nailed that, but I I couldn't. And so I'm going to give you some some tips for creating a really consistent practice practice. in this episode very shortly, because it was, I did find it really hard and I picked up a lot of really great, really great tips for me to get it personally. But what I found really interesting when I'm reflecting upon my practice and how it's changed is three, four years ago, even two years ago, I had so much more of a masculine dominant energy. And I was always doing go, go, go. I I didn't have much feminine flow, intuition, intuitive feminine in my life. And so in the mornings, my yoga practice was 
long, it was flowy, it was intuitive, and I would be a different version of myself if I missed my practice in the morning. Like I almost needed that practice. And now the only time I ever practice in that way and this is all like non, it's, this is a not a conscious thing that I do this. It's just when I reflect upon it, I notice this. But when I'm in a period of my life where I'm in my masculine, I've got lots to do, like I'm launching something or something's going on behind the scenes and I'm in this really masculine place, my yoga practice goes right back to how it would then. So really long practices, super flowy, super um, fluid and that's how my practice turns the minute I go super masculine in my life. And I just love how our intuition works. I love how our body knows what it needs, right? Like nowadays I'm so much more flowy, so much more in my feminine. And it's just a matter of I don't need that as much anymore. And that's truly how it feels. And this is why it's just so beautiful to witness you know, the shifts and changes over the, over the few years. So anyways, that's movement. That is movement. Having this river analogy in your head of having this structure around how long you're going to spend doing it and allowing this free flow in the middle to allow you to do what feels good for your body. Okay, so that's movement. And I'm going to go into a bit deeper meditation and journaling in just a second. But first, these three are the base, right? These three are just the absolute base, fundamental morning routine. There's then some other elements that I always interchangeably use, and some days that's every day, and some days it's just one of them. But these are all really intuitive in terms of what do I feel called to that day? And so one of them is, and if you follow me on Instagram, you may have seen this, is my shamanic drum. I love using my drum in the mornings. This is incredible for shifting energy. And again, that comes with a lot of movement in itself. So this comes with kind of dance and movement alongside using this drum for sound. And sound is incredible for healing. Sound is incredible for increasing your vibration. And depending on what what instrument it is, is depends on the sort of frequency that it holds. So there's a lot of magic in using some sound in the mornings. I then quite often do um, healing on myself, energy healing on myself. So if you are trained in Reiki, this is a time that you could use your Reiki. This kind of pairs with my meditation, I'm not going to lie. Um, and I would use it during meditation. But this is an element that I also like to do in the mornings when I have time. I just mentioned dance this so if I haven't used dance in yoga I love this and this is so good if I am feeling particularly um you know I haven't woken up in a really high vibration I need some extra loving in the morning dance is how I do I put on some amazing music and I just dance away and oh my god it's so good so good and then the other thing I do is I love to have a little ritual with whether it's tarot or angel card spread, something around this ritualistic um, energy. And so, yeah, sometimes actually I love to do a offering to the earth in the morning. That might be something that I add in when I feel called. What this, what these things and like 
the the bits that I've all just mentioned, like the drama and the, and the dance and the healing and cards and offerings, these are all things that are part of my toolbox, right? They are, as with the meditation and the yoga and the, the journaling, they're all aspects of this toolbox that you have. And the power is knowing what you need that morning. The power is knowing when you wake up and whether your intention is to increase your vibration, it's knowing what you need to do that. So some days, you know, um, based on your vibration, it might not be the meditation or the journaling that helps you. It might be this energy of devotion, this energy of an offering that really helps increase your vibration. And it really is, and I always say this with my clients, it's a matter of having this toolbox of all these tools that you have to help you feel the best that you can feel every single morning. And knowing every single morning what you need to pull out of that pool, that toolbox to help you. And this also takes me into like the the meditation and journaling because as much as you know they are set things there is they are also they also have the ability to be different right so even with your meditation i have um i feel like just using the word meditation doesn't really <laughs> doesn't really cut it it's there's always a few different elements that go into my meditation so for example i would always clear energy to start with when I start my meditation and I'm going to record very soon by the way a meditation to help you clear energy as well whether that's in the morning or at the end of the day but that's always how I start my meditation is I clear any unwanted energy from my field and then I generally speaking do gratitude and intention setting. I set my intentions with the energy of gratitude. And so I have a meditation for this actually, which is on my website to download for free, or you can go on Insight Timer now. Um, and that is my daily devotion and intention setting practice. And that is a gratitude meditation and just this real cultivation of devotion and intention setting and that's a really beautiful way to start the day and then I meditate in silence so I do call all of these things meditation but there's kind of different stages to them and my meditation is I personally use mantra meditation I trained with um, TM meditation transcendental meditation and that is all mantra based and I do that for at least 20 minutes realistically it's probably more like 30 or 40 um but that's because I have time right so don't think that you have to do that this is I have created this lifestyle where I have time in the morning to do everything that I love doing so after I've done that part of meditation I then generally speaking would would channel I would call in my guides and I would call in my higher self as well at different times <laughs> to the guides um but I would yeah I would receive any messages any guidance for the day that I want to receive um and that is my meditation practice so just to repeat that I clear energy I then cultivate gratitude and set my intentions for the day I then have silent meditation and I then channel and and bring in any guidance that wants to come through 
there's flow within this, right? Sometimes I'm in a process of healing, sometimes in a process of, I don't know, working on um, visualizing things. This all would come into my meditation. So this is always changing. And this is just another aspect of the toolbox is like, what can you pull out of the toolbox for your meditation? So sometimes visualizing is what you need to pull out. Sometimes it's more gratitude. You know, sometimes it's the intention piece. Sometimes it's clearing energy. Sometimes it's visualizing your chakras are are spinning, spinning and open. Like the meditation itself can always be different. This is what I really love about this, this flow of having a structure of like a meditation practice every day, but what that looks like is different within the meditation. Um, I hope that kind of <laughs> makes sense. Um, and this is the same for the journaling, right? So generally speaking, I when I first started journaling, I had a very, very, very structured um, journaling practice and I answered certain questions and this is how I got into my practice and there is a journaling sheet available on my website for you to download and use if you are getting into journaling and you're not sure where to start. Um, and nowadays, do you know what? I still sometimes go back to those prompts. I still use prompts and it's just intuitive with it of what I need. But most of the time nowadays, it is just free writing. It's working with um, inner child. It's healing. It's what do I need today? And that is how I start my journaling practice. And I let it go from there. Sometimes it's a morning pages practice. And I spoke about this in the, mm, I want to say the last episode. It's always very, very different as to what I journal how I journal. And again, it's like all these different elements in my toolbox. So, you know, whether that's prompts that you can use, whether that's things to dig into healing, it's just knowing what I need in the morning to work on in my journal. So those are the three core elements. And then obviously all these other things that I add on, and this is always growing. This is always evolving. This is always developing. And that's the beauty of it is it's so intuitive. And I really feel that's what's so beautiful about creating these practices. It will always be growing. And sometimes there'll be a priority. You know, sometimes you'll be going through a phase where one aspect of it is the most important thing. Like I know when I was really working on connecting in with my guides, that was such a fact. That was my main intention in the mornings, right? I was like, I'm just going to spend an hour sat here. And that was my focus. And that was my priority. And and that was okay. You know, my normal meditation wasn't happening. Like my TM meditation wasn't happening. I wasn't doing gratitude because I was really focused on connecting in with my spirit guides. So that is, yeah, I guess that is the, the, the main thing of it is having that flow with what you need at the time within this kind of structure. So I just want to speak about creating the actual, creating the actual habit to, for a little bit, because there's two really big things that I think are key when it comes to starting a habit. And the first one is kind of a take on what I just said about having some sort of structure, right? Because you might be listening to this, but like, why do you have to have any structure whatsoever? And the reason is that is for the purpose of the habit. So when you first create a habit, it's 
hard. It's harder to do the thing than it is to not do the thing, right? Like, because you have a habit of your whole life of not doing that. So you're working against a habit while trying to create a new habit. And it can be really difficult. Like I said before, it was really tricky for me. So having a structure in place that you commit to every day is important. And this, the the reason why I said before, this just needs to be something very, very small is because you want that structure to be so achievable. So if you've never meditated before, or if you've never journaled before, you've never done movement before, commit to just five minutes of each, five minutes of each a day until that habit is so solid it's unbelievable. Like you couldn't imagine not doing it anymore. Just five minutes a day. You want it to be so small that you cannot say no. This is the key. Because if you get on the ha- into the habit of doing five minutes of getting on your mat every day, five minutes of sitting in meditation, you can very easily grow it from there once the habit's in place. But if you're trying to start a meditation practice for half an hour a day and you've never done it and you don't have anything in place in the morning, it's 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 going to be a lot harder, especially if you're also adding in movement and also adding journaling. It's You're kind of setting yourself up to fail in a lot of ways. And when you're creating a habit, you need to set yourself up to succeed, right? You need to set yourself up in a way that you are not going to fail. And so making it so small that even if it's like midnight and you've got get up at 7am and you still haven't done it all day, it's like 10, 15 minutes isn't going to make a difference. Do it, you know, like do it so that you've got the habit in place. Like it's just this little aspect of, and I've just said it, but it's so key is making it so small that you cannot say no, because this is truly how you're going to create the habit. And like I said, once it's there, once it's solid and you're some people it's like takes 30 days to get it super solid some people it takes 60 days to get it whenever you feel like it's absolutely solid and you can't imagine your life without it and it's easier to do it than not do it that's when you start growing it that's when you start adding in more and the other huge thing that gave me my yoga practice Mm, actually, there's two things. <laughs> the first one, and this is this goes for yoga practice and meditation and journaling, is knowing what you're doing. And so when I first started my yoga practice, I was just planning on getting on my mat. And when I started my meditation practice, I didn't have something I knew I was going to do. So I would spend ages going on on Insight Timer, funny enough, and searching for certain meditations and picking and choosing in the morning. And the same with yoga videos. I would spend ages finding something to do. And journaling, it's like, oh gosh, what am I going to journal today? These are all ways that we kind of procrastinate. And because we don't know what we're going to do, it just makes it harder to do it. So have a plan. Have a plan of what your meditation is going to look like. And this is why something like TM meditation is so great because it's the same thing every single day. It becomes a practice that you build on. But when it comes to movement, that could be that you have got some sort of movement guide or you've got yoga videos ready to go. Like you know what you're going to do in the morning. And this is a key element because, yeah, like I said, procrastination is real when you're finding a video to follow in the morning or you're finding something to follow because you aren't sure what you're doing, whether that is with journaling, movement or meditation. So 
have a plan, know what you're going to do in your meditation and kind of get that prepared almost. Um, so whether you know that and you're going to do it every single day or whether you do it the night before so that you don't spend time procrastinating in the morning. This is one thing. This was really big for me. Another thing is to attach it to another habit that you already have. So if you're someone that does not have anything in their morning practice right now, in the morning even, in terms of, you know, a, a, a practice like I've been talking about in this episode, you still have habits, whether you know it or not. So for example, most of us would make a cup of tea or a coffee or some sort of drink in the morning. And this is honestly how I created my morning yoga practice was I would make my cup of coffee and normally I would go and drink my coffee in my room and I would go on my phone or on Instagram and I would just, that was, that was the end of it. It went downhill from that because I never ended up getting on my mat because too much time had gone and all the things. So I started to use that habit I already had of my coffee and instead of taking my coffee into my room, I'd roll out my mat and I'd have my coffee on my yoga mat instead, right? So I already have a habit there. I already get up and I already go and make my coffee and I already drink my coffee. But what I was doing was slightly changing it or adding to it so that I was using a habit that was already in place. And so I was going on my mat with my coffee and I would drink my coffee on my mat in just real like silent, still place. Um, I would actually meditate a lot of the times while I was waiting for my coffee to, to cool down, but that's a side note. Um, but I would already be on my mat. And so I would then start moving, right? And sometimes I'd be stretching whilst kind of drinking my coffee and just having a really beautiful um, time there, being present with my coffee and just moving. And then I'm already on my mat. So I've attached a habit to a habit. And this is a really great way of, of doing it. It might be that when you make your tea or you have a juice or you're having a glass of water you go into the kitchen you take your journal with you and you write answers to the questions there right that could be how you do it um and the same thing with meditation right it could be that when you're waiting for your coffee to cool down right now what you're doing is you're going on instagram and it could be that you meditate in that time. Like that could be what you do. There's just so many habits that you already have in place in the morning without realizing it. And you can add these elements to it. So it's not a whole new habit that you're trying to do. It's like you've extended or attached it to it. And it's honestly how I created my yoga practice. And um, like I said, I really struggled with creating it for a very long time or any sort of morning practice. I wanted one for so long um, and this is how I did it. So I really hope that this can help someone that is that is listening, to be honest. Um, now, before I go, there's one last thing I really want to say about morning routines. And that is, it's very easy. <laughs> I always speak about this with my friends because it's really funny. Um, this goes for like whether it's whether it's journaling or movement or meditation in general or whether it's little elements of those things. But us humans have this habit of when things are really good, we stop doing the thing, right? So for example, I went through phases of really 
getting so much more out of my head, really calming my mental health down and working on that. And then I stopped meditating. <laughs> and these things then start to creep back in. And before you know it, you're kind of back to where you were, maybe not quite as bad, but you let the habit go because you're feeling good. And the same thing with journaling, right? Things with gratitude. When you're really deeply feeling gratitude, it's really common for people to then not do the gratitude journaling because they already feel it. <laughs> and I'm I'm not saying this to shame anyone because I'm laughing because I, <laughs> I've done this. I've done this so many times. Um, and I still do this. I'm actually not going to lie. I, I can still get into this trap where you're like, I don't need to do gratitude journaling. I am radiating gratitude. But ultimately, the thing is, is you're radiating gratitude because you've been doing the gratitude journaling or because you've meditated or because you've been moving. And it's it's the thing is with it is it then starts to go downhill very, 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 very slowly. And so it kind of creeps up from nowhere that you're not feeling in a good place again. And then you realize that you have left all your practices behind because you are feeling really good. And so it really is consistency. And this is why it is so much better to start at five minutes a day for like 60 days until it's the most solid practice you've ever had, like cleaning your teeth before you grow it because then it's like you've really cemented it in and it's this compound effect starts working because consistency is the key, right? It's it's not about just doing a one hour meditation once a week. That's not gonna, it's gonna help you in the moment, but it's not gonna give you this life-changing results that we that we all want like we all want to increase our vibration we all want to be more spiritually connected we all want to be able to manifest more quicker and all these things and that doesn't happen from just one hour a week that happens from daily compounding daily um, habits being compounded so this is just yeah my final words on the morning routine front is do not let it slip when you're feeling really good don't and just to add final final words is I did an episode last week around creating space and this is also something to always remember when it comes to your morning all the things that you do in the morning is to allow space as well so don't just cram everything in this is why like the other aspects of like dancing and moving and having these beautiful rituals is it puts you into this state of receiving and so this is also another element just to not forget I guess is to have it so structured so do this then do this then do this that you aren't in a state of receiving because that is so important so important um so yeah that is the morning routine that's my morning routine and like I said this is what I this is what I always recommend and it's the most important thing to put in place with new clients. Um, and gosh, it's it's truly a toolbox of, of life-changing magic. And it really is knowing what you need each day, what you can pull out of that toolbox each day that's going to help you achieve your intention for that day. Um, I hope that you've got something from this, honestly, whether you've already got a really established routine and ritual and you needed some inspiration or whether you have not got anything in place. I truly deeply hope that you've got something from this from this episode. And as 
always, I would adore to hear from you and any reviews, any shares that you are able to do is just appreciated beyond words. Um, and as always, I'm sending you so much love, so much love. And I hope to see you back here for the next episode. Lots of love. <laughs>